We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. So put it on a put it on a put it on a put it on Got a few situations that we wanna talk about. Got a few disagreements we gon' need to talk it out. Right here in the hot seat, no need for another route. We gon' keep it 100 without the bottom cow. LB gon' pull it out you. A dentist with a drill. Don't be all up in your feelings. Auntie gon' keep it real. On cut with no chasing, no guard and no shield. Conversation productive. Ain't worried about how you feel. Discussions keep on rising. Shooting just like a rock and they gon' need some addressing. Climaxing, can I stop it? Old news telling lies and getting out the pocket. This is Urban Goes Media giving you hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. So put it on the put it on the put it on the put it on the flow. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. So put it on the put it on the put it on the put it on the flow. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. Just put it on the put it on the put it on the put it on the flow. All right, people. Um The solicitor in Charleston, South Carolina, Scarlett Wilson, she did again. I'm not sure if you, you uh, ladies and gentlemen, you guys remember her. She was back uh, on the case when Walter Scott, he was, a, he was a gentleman that got shot at nine times, five times it hit him. Um, down in South Carolina, the police officer, Michael Slagger, he shot um, uh, Walter Scott. I'm gonna go deeper into what she said in reference to that uh, information, but that's the, that's not the reason why it's on my on my hot seat for this evening. Also, a lot of other news stations hot seat uh, for this evening. But earlier in the year, I did a, a podcast in reference to I did a story in reference to Jamal Sutherland. He died in a detention center uh, in Charleston County Jail. And what happened with um, Jamal? He was schizophrenic, and he had went to the the hospital to get help. And he called his his his, his uh, relatives. I think it was his mom. He called his mom and told his mom that they're not helping me. I feel like I'm getting worse. And one thing led to another. So they called the the police detention center, and they came and got him and locked him up in jail. But he seemed like he was getting worse and worse and worse. Moral to the story, nobody in the detention center knew how to handle a uh, mentally ill patient where they should have kept him there at the hospital where he could have been treated and maybe had the officers to monitor him and make sure that they can keep him calm there at the hospital versus carrying him to jail. Needless to say, they tased him. He was screaming he cannot breathe. They kept tasing him. He was handcuffed. He was doing everything in reference to compliance as possible until they tried to get him to lay flat on his stomach, which he refused. He did everything. He sat on the ground. He scooted to them as they requested. 
And when they told him to turn around and lay on his stomach, all he wanted was help. They refused to help this man. I'm going to let you guys see the clip of that. Once again, that's not the highlight of this story. The highlight of this story is about Miss Scarlett. I'm going to um, share my screen. And ladies and gentlemen, y'all y'all watch what happened in reference to the... Uh, in reference to what happened to uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Southern, it's, 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 I, 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 I just don't get, I, I don't understand why we still have problems with the police stations still doing things that just don't add up. Guys, watch this right here. And notice, guys, as I stated, he's doing everything they're asking him to do. Watch. He's doing everything he could possibly do. At the same time, this young man is schizophrenic. He feels like he's in danger. He feels like he's getting worse. And this is where they have him. Not at a hospital, but here. Now he's sitting there with his hands behind his back saying, call my attorney, call my attorney. So that right there tells you he's not in his right sound mind, but he's not resisting. He just won't help. All they had to do, as they did, put the handcuffs on him. All the other stuff to get ready to happen was truly unnecessarily. Now watch. Did y'all hear that second gun go off? That second taser gun go off. He was already getting tased by one. They gave him another one. You had several police officers in that cell with him. Instead of trying to subdue to him with by a hand force, no, we're just going to keep electrifying you. 
Keep watching. Y'all hear that? He said, I can't breathe. He's caught and gagging at this point, ladies and gentlemen. He, um, there's another video showing where he was sitting in the chair. He was slumped over. No one tried to uh, see if he was alive or dead. They actually a couple of times even chuckled in reference to, you know, wow, you know, as a good deal, as a high five thing that they did. Once again, I just want to refresh you guys as to what happened when we go in and start covering what Miss Scarlett Wilson did. Now, Scarlett is the solicitor down in Charleston, South Carolina. And she gave a, a, a press conference as to why she chose not to um, file charges. And she really, really didn't give a, a good answer as to why she didn't want to file charges against Brian and Lindsay. But needless to say, we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, go through everything he did. I'm gonna show you guys her um, press conference on the screen. I'm gonna pause it at certain points and just pinpoint things that she said. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why I say it's very important. You do your due diligence. You do your work. You do your homework to find out who it is you are voting in these offices. Once again, this this lady I'm getting ready to show you. She's the same lady who failed to do accurate work to make sure that the police officer who shot Walter Scott, it wasn't a hung jury, but it was with her. But just check this out right here. It says, uh, newly un uncovered footage shows solicitor Scarlett Wilson blamed Walter Scott's murder on Walter Scott himself during the uh, 2016 trial. She said, quote, he lost his life for his foolishness. He lost his life from running for the, from the police. The police officer shot him, shot at him nine times, five times hit him in the back. So she said he died because of his own foolishness. Videotape surfaced with her saying that. Now, once again, and in that, as you see right there, it says, Slagger, he is a uh, Democratic candidate for the Ninth Circuit uh, solicitor. And he said that uh, he, he was actually the one who released the video showing this. And see, would it be a hung jury? It makes you think, did Scarlett put her hard work effort into making sure that this police offer, officer would not get hung jury? He would be convicted as he should have been convicted at that point in time. She didn't do her job. 
but yet and still she's on this new case. Now, I'm going to start it at the beginning. I'm going to stop and pause and show you guys my notations. A lot of notations I got here. Two pieces of paper full of notations. And the things she said, I don't want you to let I want you to tell me in the chat area if you if you will. Does it add up to you as well? All right, he goes he goes the first little bit here. A Miss Scarlet Okay, give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, it wasn't that. It ain't that. Let's see, where is it at? Give me one second, guys. One second. Okay, y'all check it out. Before we get started, though, I think it's very important that we appreciate and show our recognition and appreciation for the community, the patients of the Sutherland family, and the patience and the peacefulness of the protesters uh, that we've seen over the last few months. Um, they have been a tribute to this community and to this country, uh, and it is a good thing to see that so many people care about Jamal Sutherland and what happened to him because of travesty and it is that should not have happened. I think it's also important that we recognize Jamal Sutherland as a human being. You've heard so much about his mental illness, which of course was a part of who he was, but he was so, so much more than that. And his family was lucky to have had him, his hopes, his dreams, his talents, his intelligence, all of this. While he suffered from schizophrenia for many years, didn't find him. And they were able to enjoy his um, talents, his personality. Now, you notice right here, she sounds so passionate. She sounds so concerned. She sounds like, you know, she's there to comfort the Sutherland family so much his love and care for his family most of the time. And one of the tragic things about this. She said most of the time, how do you know? How do you know it wasn't more than most of the time? Just because he did have a mental illness. Did you know him and his family that personally? People, keep listening. This case is that Jamal Sutherland did exactly what we ask of people to do, people with mental illness. What do we ask of them? We ask them to know no shame, to acknowledge their struggles and to get help when they need it. And that's exactly what he did. He committed himself to a mental health facility because he knew he was struggling he knew that he was having issues you hear what she said he committed himself he knew that he was struggling she said he knew that he was he had issues the hospital failed him and he went there for help and while he was there a few days he realized 
it wouldn't work then. And that he was getting worse instead of better. And it's so sad that the day before this happened, about 24 hours before he was killed, Jamal Sutherland tried to check himself out of that facility, saying that he was worse now than when he went in. That is one of the great tragedies of this case and the events that unfolded after that um, showed that error after error after error compounded and led to his death. If the institutions that were designed to help Jamal Sutherland had cared more. Pause right there. She told everything of the truth. And she also stated in reference to how the facility showed they didn't care. With these mental, these people, I'm sure they're getting paid good money. To do what? He had better sense than they did in knowing he was not getting help. Someone didn't care there at the facility. Then she said compound, compound, and compound. To then say the institutions, had the institutions cared more. She didn't define what institutions. She made that so plural. You don't know who she's talking about. The mental hospital or the detention officers. What institutions? That he left vague. Keep listening. Had trained better. We wouldn't be here today. And that's a sad fact also of this case. Um, I bring to you experience in these issues, experience in this matter, but what I don't have is experience in the struggle with mental illness. I haven't had to struggle with it myself. I haven't had to care for someone who did. And I can only imagine the stress and the strain that people go through with that. But again, thankfully, the Sutherlands had Jamal and he was so much more than that. But still, it was taxing at times and it was stressful at times for Jamal and for his family. Now, she started out acting as if she had sympathy. Now, at the same time, she's talking about it was stressful and taxing as if his death was best for him. What was best for Jamal is to get the accurate help. Earlier, you had just stated that he was like 50-50, so joyful and fun to his family that you knew so much about, Miss Wilson. Now you're saying that it was so stressful, him, his life was so stressful and taxing on him. As if this death maybe had been the best thing for Jamal. Watch your words, Miss Wilson. Another aspect of this case that I think uh, obviously needs to be addressed, it's a concern of everyone here and everyone in our community. Um, I don't know what it feels like to feel like 
you can never get break. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what it feels like to think that no matter what I, I'm not going to get that break. I don't know um, what it feels like to genuinely and rationally believe that I might die at the hands of law enforcement because of the color of my skin. That's not something I've had to experience. And it is a shame that so many in our community and our country do have to experience that. Uh, okay, right there. Did y'all hear what she said? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and answer a question. There was a question, Miss uh, um, Dunlap, the two, um, let's see, I'm gonna put your question up. She wanted to know those two detention deputies deserve to be fired. Not once did Scarlett Wilson offer the Southern family any kind of condolence. Unfortunately, that's the way many of these jails operate. Uh, and also, uh, it's constantly contradicting. Yes, yes. I'm glad you're on top of that, uh, Ms. Dunlap. I'm glad you're on top of that. Now, did you hear her when she said? She said she does not know what it feels like to never uh, get a break or to fear death from uh due to the color of her skin and it's a shame that so many in our community she said and our country do have to experience this miss wilson hello you said it's a shame that people of color in our community you said our community meaning your community and your country do have to experience this do have to experience this do have to experience this hello no to experience this if you would do your damn job you sit there and say it it's a shame that people of color and you're fortunate that you don't have to fear from law enforcement and that you've never had to feel like if I just had a break because the color of your skin, but the people with uh, the color of their skin do have to experience this. No, the hell we don't. We don't have to experience this. If you and people like you would do your damn job, those, those police officers were corrupt. They were wrong. And they had no business handling Jamal. None. You know that. You can go further in and you're going to state it yourself. People, listen. What I experience I do have is prosecuting and trying criminal cases. That is what I can bring to the table. That is something I've been doing for almost 30 years. I know what the law is. I know how it applies. I know where to get help when I need help. I know how to analyze and spot issues. I know what jury selection is like in South Carolina. She said that she knows how to get help. She knows what the laws are. But yet and still, in the Walter uh, Scott case, she said, he brought this on himself. He's dead because of his foolishness. That's what she stated. 
she failed Walter Scott's family. Now she's failing the uh, Jamal Sutherland's family. But she said she knows the laws. She said the things that she do know, she knows the laws. She knows where to go get help. I want y'all to listen to the help that she went and got. I know what it's like to try law enforcement. I've helped try and convict police officers, both sheriffs, ex-sheriffs, line officers, you name it. She said, you name it. I tried diligently for over an hour to find what officers she's tried and had convicted. And that was what I found. None. I could not find not one. Not one. One officer. Not one. I could not find one. If it's out there, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys can provide that Urban Voice Media, I will go back and share this with everyone. The officers that she claimed that she's tried and had convicted. She said it. She said she's tried them and had them convicted. I couldn't find one. People, do your homework. Um, that experience to analyze these issues and make these decisions in the criminal justice system. And while armchair lawyers and judges and even armchair law enforcement have made it seem as though the videos in the case are the only evidence that we would need. I know better. I know much better. And don't get me wrong, I'm not making excuses and I'm not saying that the video that you've seen, and there are more videos that you probably have seen that you will have access to. They are disturbing, they are upset. And they are one of the reasons that this case is taken as long as it's taken. Because I set out to build a case. I set out to see where the evidence would take me. Um, if I had wanted a way out of this case, I had a way out of this case in March of this year when we got. All right. Right there. She said. She stated the videos are damning. And when she saw the videos, she saw that uh, she set out to build a case. Then she goes in and to try to justify that um, back in March, if she wanted a way out, she could have got a way out back in March. Why would you bring that up? Because you're telling it on yourself. Hey, guys, don't think that I'm not doing my job. I could have got out of this back in March in layman's terms. Got the first pathologist report. You've seen my releases about that. The first pathologist report. It's not that they didn't call it a homicide. We have cases all the time and y'all have cases before where a body is found in the woods or in the water and the cause of death, you know, or the the or even the cause of death might be undetermined. You have other evidence that you can build a case around those things. That wasn't the issue. It was when the pathologist went the extra step of saying that he had seen the videos and that he saw nothing of direct concern and nothing that was excessive. So at that point in March, I have one expert, and that was the opinion, that there was nothing excessive and there was nothing of direct concern. There was also an eyewitness 
to the whole event, or at least most of it. Um, a, a nurse, a medical assistant, who gave a statement that day who said she saw nothing excessive, that everything the officers did was Stop right there. Guys, listen to how she defines the get-along game, which she agreed into their judgment. She said the first pathologi uh, uh, pathologically uh, report, it said the videos showed nothing of direct concern, although Scarlett and Sheriff Grazanio said the videos were, now she said the videos were damning, Rosario, she said it was horrific. Now you're telling that a nurse said that that I've seen nothing that was uh, of great And she speak of the eyewitness. To first she said to the whole thing, and then she later said at least to most of it. Make your mind up. You've had a long time to get your story right, and see. You 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 fumbling already. You couldn't be on the right team that's gonna win a championship. And she says, who's seen nothing excessive but the video once again to Scarlett and to the chef, sheriff. They both said, Well, she said it was damning, the sheriff said it was horrific. Which one is it? Is it nothing excessive or is it damning and horrific? It can't be on both sides of the fence no matter whether you're there or you hear seeing it this way your eyes see what your eyes see her eyes seen what her eyes seen when she was there but yet and still there's another video that shows whoever this eyewitness nurse was she did not care to help jamal as he sat there slumped over in that chair let's proceed so that was the evidence i had in march and there were many who told me in prosecution, many lawyers who said, ethically, you cannot move forward at this point. And they were right. But I know what I saw. And I thought we had to do more. Back to the five minute, uh, uh, 50 seconds into what she said. She said that she knows the laws and she knows who to go get help. She just sat there and said to you, ladies and gentlemen, that the pathologist, nurse, and lawyers telling her ethically, you can't move forward. It don't sound like Miss Wilson. You know, as you stated at five minutes and 50 seconds into this conference, you stated, you know the law. You know who to go get help from. It don't sound like it. Because you're going on the judgment of a pathologist, a nurse who didn't see what you seen, who didn't see what the sheriff seen, and who didn't see what everybody else seen. And you're going on what? other lawyers are telling you they're not trying this they're not going through the discovery you are but you're listening to other lawyers that's what you said that's your help listening to other lawyers who are not in the meat and potatoes of this you said it miss wilson i didn't i'm doing what you said we'll proceed that we owed it to the sutherlands that we owed it to this community particularly African-Americans and particularly those who suffer from mental illness thing they can't get the help they need. We owed it to them to do a thorough innovation and that's, that's what we have done. 
what we know and what we could prove from the beginning is what actions the deputy took, what they did. The video shows that. The people who show that can tell us about that. Deputies did. The question is, what were they thinking? What were they feeling? What was their criminal intent? And that's getting into someone's mind. Wait a minute. She advised, the video shows what the officers did. The question is, why did they do it? She said, that's getting into someone's mind. If I'm not mistaken, isn't that what lawyers and attorneys do? Is to get into the plaintiff's and the in the uh, defendant's mind. Isn't that what they do? You're making an excuse. You didn't want to get into the police officer's mind. You said that it was damning. You said that your eyes seen what your eyes seen. You said the police the video shows what the officers did. But you don't want to get into their mind. You didn't file no charges. We try cases all the time in our courts where a person comes in and says, oh, yes, I did this. I shot, I stabbed, I hit, I did whatever. But let me explain why. Let me see why or show you why. Those are the issues that we're talking about here today. And those are the issues that we've been looking at for all this time. Um, again, proving what they did was the problem. And even the evidence in March from the pathologist on proximate cause, that, that issue has been um, addressed. I retained Dr. Kim Collins and Dr. Laura LeBay, a forensic toxicologist. Kim Collins is a, a forensic pathologist that many of you know. Uh, they issued their report, which you will have access to shortly, that, that called this what it was from the start a time out time out time out she said dr kim collins you called her in dr laura LeBay, you called her in forensic toxicologist and forensic pathologist and they issued the report of this being a homicide but the first uh pathologist said it ain't a homicide they wouldn't call it a homicide now you're saying it they issued they issued the report as to what it was first called in the beginning so if in the beginning it was called a homicide who in the hell got with the pathologist solo and the pathologist said ah we ain't gonna call it a homicide the lawyers the get along game that we talked about earlier people y'all need to do something with miss wilson and they just vote her ass out on the next election when it comes up to being the next solicitor get her out there's someone that there that's ready to take her place that could possibly do and may want to do homework on them as well but we're gonna keep on going but it says that they acknowledge the deputy's roles i don't know if she got that far yet and they acknowledged the deputy's role in that this was not a coincidence and i'm not here to say that oh jamal sutherland had prescription drugs in his 
system that killed him. And it's just a coincidence. It happened while the guys were trying to extract him. from. Okay. Now, if the toxologist and the pathologist said, hey, they acknowledged the deputy's roles. They knew what the deputy did. They saw everything. They went through everything and they classified it as a homicide. Then why in the hell are you going on what the other lawyers are telling you, an eyewitness is telling you, and the first pathologist is telling you? Why are you going on that? And why you ain't going on what Miss Dr. Kim Collins, hello, and Dr. Laura LeBay told your ass? You brought them in. You brought in two specialists. They told you something totally different from these lawyers who aren't in the meat and the potatoes. But here you go. The same mess you did with uh, Walter Scott and his family, you're doing with Jamal Sutherland and his family. Same mess. People, that's a devil right there in front of you. A devil. Don't let her so-called sympathy fool you. That right there is a devil in front of you. A pure evil devil. Keep listening. Once you hear what else she got to say in reference to proof from his cell, that's not what I'm saying. I think we could prove beyond a reasonable doubt. We would face challenges, but we could prove that the deputies had a hand in his death. Whoa, what the hell then? I'm going to keep playing it. But you heard what she said. I'm going to speed race this back. Give me, give me, give me one second. I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit. And extract him from his cell. That's not what I'm saying. And I Listen think we it. could prove beyond a reasonable doubt we would face challenges but we could prove that the deputies had a hand in his death okay in any case if i'm not mistaken i'm not an attorney i didn't i didn't go to college to be an attorney but in any case I'm watching perry mason because i think perry mason is way better than your ass any case you're gonna face you're gonna face some challenges and she said she stated they could prove the evidence shows the officers made grave, grave, grave mistakes. She said the officers made grave mistakes. So why in the hell there aren't no ch no charges? You said we could prove. You said that you could prove the evidence shows the officers made grave mistakes. So why no charges? That doesn't mean that they committed a crime because of the other issues I just spoke about. Make your mind up. What the hell does grave mean? Give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. What does grave mistakes mean? According to a really, really bad mistake. Did y'all hear that? It says a really bad mistake. One that results in a huge failure, such as a person's death or the loss of their money. You said they made a grave mistake. Then you just sit there and said that that possibly couldn't be. Let me, we let have me, to get into. Get, let me go back. Had a hand in his death. That doesn't mean that they committed a crime. Okay, that's what she said. She said it doesn't mean they committed a crime. They made a grave mistake. They didn't take his money. They took his life. He didn't take his life. They took his life. But you want to blame it on medications that he's had in his body. How long was he at the, the, the detention center? 
He wasn't putting no medicine in his body from there. See, y'all playing games. You're playing games. Why? Because the toxicologist said, hey, it's a homicide. So that means no drugs. Miss Wilson, you're playing games. People, don't let Miss Wilson slide on this. Go back and analyze this, people. Get some Southerners, get some attorneys involved in this. And she just she just made the error herself by getting up here on this podium, being Billy Miss Badass and opening up her damn mouth. Analyze this right here just like I did, people. She had a toxicologist to come in. They issued the report of this being a homicide. So that means no drugs caused this man's death. Taser, taser, taser caused this man's death. That's what the pathologist and toxicologist said. Miss Collins and Miss LeBay. What the hell are you doing, Miss Wilson? Partying with the damn uh, lawyers that you claim, the first pathologist that you claim, and also that damn no business having need to have a license taken away from a nurse that did not help him as he was slumped over in that damn chair. Y'all keep because of the other issues I just spoke about. We have to get into what they were thinking, what they believed. Uh, and we have to acknowledge, I think we would prove, and the evidence will show you, they made some grave mistakes. But what you will hear is some of the reason they made these mistakes. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, when you were young and you broke something and or you did something that your mother, father didn't want you to do, you try to reason and tell your mom, this is why I did it. Were you still in trouble? Because you, you still made an error. Whether you had a legitimate reason to make that error or not, you still did something you weren't supposed to do. So does that mean you weren't supposed to get punished? If you got punished for things that you weren't supposed to do, even though you felt your reason for doing it was justified. Why the hell is these damn officers right here not getting justified by the court of law accurately? And when I say justified, I mean going to court, getting charged, getting charges dropped up on them. Now, so another thing, if good old South Carolina jury does the same thing they did in the Walter Scott case and and you know what, find the officers not guilty or a hung jury. That's one thing, but you don't even want to bring charges up, Miss Wilson. People, I'm almost done with her. So, when in March, here we I go. A witness who said no excessive force. Really? An expert pathologist who said, I don't see a cause for concern or excessive force. Really? Because of what I saw in that video. I felt like I needed an expert in force. Exactly, because your eyes did not deceive you. Your eyes did not lie to you because I don't know if it was your eyes, but you knew that the people in South Carolina saw what you seen and you felt because of all the things that's going on and also the, the mouth that you had on uh, Walter Scott. You didn't want that again. You tried to cover your ass on this one, Miss Wilson, but you failed. Tremendously, you failed because you opened your mouth too much. Am I crazy? Yes, you are. You know, I can see the video. With a damn smirk smile on your face. This ain't no fun time, ma'am. I ain't gonna call you ma'am. Lady, this is not a smiling time. Do you look crazy? Y'all look at her face and tell me if she look crazy. Does she look crazy? Tell me something now. 
Does she look crazy, people? They're pro they should be protesting. There's, there's someone put up in, in the chat thing that they're protesting in Charleston right now. They should be. They need to be. They need to protest to get Miss Wilson down. Now, the person that should have been up there who called her ass out was Ben Pogue. Pog. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but he ran against her. That's the person who should be the solicitor. Ben, not her. Not her. This is horrendous. Very horrendous. Charleston, I'm sure my people, you're not going to do what those clowns did up in uh, Washington, D.C. on January the 6th. You're not going to do that because we don't act like that. We don't go places and kill people because we don't get satisfaction or justification. Legitimate satisfaction and justification. Ju uh, justification versus illegitimate. Ladies and gentlemen, get this woman off of the board of being a solicitor. Get her down because she don't belong there. You know, and so I reached out to Professor Seth Stoughton. And if that name rings a bell, it may be because he testified in the Derek Chauvin George Floyd case. He's a professor at the University of South Carolina. All right, guys, I'm going to stop right there. She uh, she went in and, and got him to get up and speak and everything. I really didn't pay him no attention. I just drilled it on her because he didn't have anything uh, to do with Walter Scott. My thing with her is you um, you. Um, um, yes, thank you. Thank you uh, for asking for the resignation of her. She needs to go. She need gone, 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 gone. People push this segment all over South Carolina, please. Please push it. The reason why is because the Sutherlands need to get an attorney that can do what I just did and break her ass down. It's the mess that she created for herself. She needs removed now. She needs removed. She And don't stop, South Carolina. Do not stop. Don't stop until she's gone. Do not stop until uh, Scarlett. Oh, I want to call her Charlotte's way up. Until Scarlett is gone. Don't stop. Push, push, push to get her out of the seat that she's in. Get her gone. People, we don't need racist people like this. Why do I call her racist? She sat there and told you one too many times. Her eyes didn't deceive her. It was her mental break that did. Her mental break was telling her, I got to cover myself and cover my people. I got to cover these officers some way, somehow, and I'm going to do it. She's hiding for somebody. Somebody down in South Carolina got some power and some pull. And they they were twingling her, saying, hey, don't you do it? Don't you do it? And she did not do it. She sat there and said one too many times, these officers made great mistakes. She said that we could prove. Where was it at? She said that we could prove the evidence shows the officers made some grave mistakes. Then you're going to say that it's about getting in the mind as if that's something you didn't want to do. And you didn't do it. Why? Because you didn't file no charges. You found not one charge. Let that name right there ring a bell to you people down in uh, Charleston. If you can, 
Contact Ben. See if Ben can do some work. See what Ben can do to help out people. Charleston, raise up. Raise up like a helicopter and fly all over Charleston. Because this makes no sense. We can't keep letting people like her and these old, old, old men who keep poisoning the system to the younger men, the same old get along game crap. People, you can put an end to it. And that's by paying attention. Listen to someone who got common sense and doing the right thing. And stop letting these type of people get voted in to oppress you guys. Stop it, man. You can do it. You can do it. This lady, man, and these are the officers right here. Yeah. Those are the officers right there. No charge. No charge whatsoever to these two right here. Clowns. They are fired. Brian Hole and Lindsay Fickett. I'm sure they got the pensions and whatever else, blah, 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 blah. Who knows? They may go down to Georgia and get it on the police force there. Yeah. These two right here. Now, there was more police uh, detention officers around all that that was going on. For some odd reason, these were the only two. I guess these were the two that fired their damn tasers. These two idiots. And this is what you're dealing with right here. I could not find her track record on law enforcement convictions as she stated she's tried and convicted law enforcement. I couldn't find it. My hands were tied. I couldn't find it nowhere. Who she actually tried. I could find it. This is brother Jamal right here. Ladies and gentlemen, he needs justice. His family needs justice. Charleston, Georgia, North Carolina, you surround South Carolina, help also Florida, help Charleston out, help them out. Give them all the support that they could possibly handle. Give them more support than what they need to get this lady removed. More support than what they need to get justice for Jamal. Give him. Give his family what they need. Ten times over. Give them what they need, ladies and gentlemen. Because this mess don't need to fly. This is pitiful. It's pathetic. It's pathetic that people like Scarlett has a job. We got to start waking up, people. We got to start waking up. We got to start listening, just as I did. It didn't take much. It took a couple of my precious time to sit down and write up all these paper notes right here to depict for you guys, to show you the flaws, if you just listen. She did a, it was roughly a eight minute, eight minutes of her segment, gave so much damning information as to why she didn't even try. She just blew over some mess, making you guys thinking she did her job and she really cared. She did not. Go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it, ladies and gentlemen. Go back. That's all I got for today. Hopefully, once again, um, these two right here will get charged somewhere on down the line. They do not need to slide, ladies and gentlemen. They don't. These two are corrupt people. They're corrupt. It don't take all that force, man. It just don't take it. We've seen time after time how you guys 
when the people who don't look like me, when the people look like this right here, yeah, they, they look like that right there. Time after time, we've seen how you can handle them without killing them. We've seen it time after time, but you keep doing it anyway. People who got skin complexion of mine and darker and lighter. It don't make sense, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we got on Hot Topics today. Until next time. Oh, next Hot Topics. Ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago I did a, a, a segment on Pastor, um, what was his name? Oh, uh, man, what's the pastor's name? It was, um, he's, he, he, he act like, this pastor, he act like he's not um, in politics, but he really, really is. But the pastor stated that if you walk into his church, he kicking you out if you got on a mask. You don't wear a mask in his church. We'll be bringing that to you tomorrow on Hot Topics. Guys, you got to see this. Just do this off the chain. Until next time, y'all stay connected. Be up. Keep your eyes and your ears open. The information is out there. All you got to do is grasp onto it. People, Charleston, don't let this go. It's on you. We're going to hit them hot topics. We're talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. So put it on the, put it on the, put it on the, put it on the floor. Got a few situations that we wanna talk about. Got a few disagreements we gon' need to talk it out. Right here in the hot seat, no need for another route. We gon' keep it 100 without the bottom cow. LB gon' pull it out you. A dentist with a drill. Don't be all up in your feelings. Auntie gon' keep it real. On cup with no chasing, no guard and no shield. Conversation productive. Ain't worried about how you feel. Discussions keep on rising. Shooting just like a rock and they gon' need some addressing. Climaxing, can I stop it? Old news telling lies and getting out the pocket. This is Urban Ghost Media giving you hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. So put it on the, put it on the, put it on the, put it on the flow. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. So put it on the, put it on the, put it on the, put it on the flow. We gon' hit them hot topics. We talking about them hot topics. We gon' hit them hot topics. Just put it on the put it.